wish plastic pollution would magically disappear, wave your wand and everyone is buying secondhand, Alakazam and recycling is demystified. We do. Your hosts, Oakley J. Fast, a chemical engineer, and Sarah Fuentes, a waste and recycling expert, are here to demystify the circular economy. Welcome to Trash Magic. Everyone, welcome to Trash Magic. I'm Oakley, and I'm joined today by my co-host Sarah. We are so excited to have Chance from Viridescent today. We are kicking off our mini series about circular economy and art today. So, Chance, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us more about Viridescent? Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Chance Thompson. I also go by the designer in the Viraverse, which is our immersive sustainability world that we're building. Through my company, I'm a part of the co-founder team for a company called Viridescence, which is a benefit LLC that is a mentorship and storytelling platform for sustainability champions, change makers, and so on. So we do workshops, fun, immersive exercises, consulting, culture development, um, events, all kinds of fun things. So cool. Tell us more about the origins of Viridescent. Yeah, you know, as with, I think, a lot of the things that people are up to in 2022 is going back two years to 2020, right? So um, I my background traditionally is in the events industry, specifically kind of trade shows and sustainability in that space. And so I had built a sustainable destination program for the city of Salt Lake for the convention center and kind of the hospitality destination there. And of course, when COVID hit, that affected the events industry immensely. And about a week after we started working from home and not being able to do events anymore, I found out that my wife was actually pregnant with our first child. And with all the stuff that was going on in the world, and then we had, you know, George Floyd was murdered and, um, you know, the pandemic and climate change being loud and proud and all these things. My mind was just kind of spinning around and around and thinking about what life looked like. And, you know, like a lot of us, I had more time because I wasn't commuting to work and things. And so I was just doing a lot of thinking. And I was also like, oh, I can't lose my job because we're about to have a baby and that would be bad. So I started thinking about contingencies just in case I did. And I went out camping into the the Uinta Forest of Utah. And after a couple of days of hiking and meditating and things, I, I had this thought of like, what is what does the world need right now? And the world needs heroes, change makers, people that are going to rise up to meet all these different challenges. And as I was driving home thinking about that, I'm like, you know, like I, like I need to be a hero for my family, too. So I need to like come up with some things. And so I started thinking about this concept and in being kind of a, a sustainability professional by practice rather than by like education. I had observed just how much work it is to try to do this stuff, right? Trying to rise up to meet climate change and equity problems and systemic racism and all these things. Um, It's a lot of like stress. It can be kind of doom and gloom and, you know, uh, feel like we're losing the battle a lot, I guess, kind of. And so I started thinking about, I'm like, you know, it feels like this probably has a really high burnout rate, this type of work. I was like, it feels like maybe change makers need somebody that is there to support them. And so that's kind of where this idea came from is like, let's help people feel like heroes, but also 
give them this like healthy inspiration. And I know we'll get into the sustainability alter ego thing because that's kind of the portal into the viewerverse, so to speak. Um, but that's what it really is all about is helping change makers find a more balanced approach to this work so that they don't burn out. You know, they make the impact they want to make. And, you know, they also have a, a heck of a lot of fun doing it while we're while we're going to. Totally agree. Totally agree. I totally res- resonate with you when you talk about this high burnout and then you wanting to support us change makers. Like, I really respect that because you you, you were able to, like, create this really fun space and it's really exciting and at the same time we're working to solve very challenging problems right that impact a lot of people which is exciting (laughs) yeah it's so true um sustainability solutions require creativity and i feel like there is absolutely a, a huge burnout so Chance, how did you come up with this idea to create these sustainability alter egos and make it more fun? Yeah, so you know, it's it's really interesting um, thinking about fun and creative. I mean, isn't the whole idea behind the sustainability movement to kind of reshape the world a little bit? Like, we have an opportunity to redesign, live differently. And that should, shouldn't that be fun? Shouldn't it be really creative? Because what I saw at times is that sustainability is passionate. The passion's always there, but I have kind of started to feel like even sustainability, it's getting kind of stiff. There's a lot of like technical terms and jargon and um, is it accessible, right? It's becoming this high level, like philosophical sort of, you know, highly educated system designing and things. And those things are important, but I also feel like it should be creative and fun. So the Viraverse. <laughs> so we actually came up with this idea of immersive sustainability before we kind of coined it the Viraverse as a playoff of this viridescent company name of ours. But the idea with that was like helping people actually feel it, what it is like to live a sustainable life and, and experience it a little bit, right? And I come from the events industry, so experience is very much what I'm all about. So early on in developing this concept, as our co-founder team kind of started coming together, I was looking for a way to kind of be ready to be a dad and be the best father that I could. Um, And had a weird kind of example and relationship with my father, a good one kind of, but there was some things I wanted to work on. And so I was like, you know, what would it look like if I built like a, like another persona or something to strive for, something to kind of reach for? It's like like an alter ego. And then I was like, and then I kind of connected back to this whole idea of, of helping people be the heroes that the world needs. And I was like, oh, boom, right? It was just like all of it kind of intersected. And so we started with our co-founders, like designing our alter egos. And there was something about it. There was something like really, really fun. Yeah. When we did this, it was so cool. Can you tell the audience how you design or lead people through this experience of creating their sustainability alter ego? (laughs) Yep. So the way they are designed is that there are three elements in kind of like phase one, we call it, which is very simple. It's what is your favorite animal or an animal you kind of connect with and why, right? So that gets people thinking about the way an animal lives and how it connects to their personality, things like that. 
The second question is, what is your favorite nature element and why you chose? So that can be anything. It can be wind, fire, um, a particular type of flower, rock, the wind, the stars, the moon, anything, anything in nature. And that one's really interesting because it gets you, gives you a sense of kind of a little bit more the artistic side of people because you see like what they find beauty in a little bit. And it's amazing where that will take us. And then the third question is my favorite. It's kind of the philosophical one is what is a person's sustainability beacon? And this is something that is designed for like kind of from the heart, I guess, in some ways. It is a thing that inspires a change maker to do the work that they want to to do. And it's like a North Star. So it can be a quote, a person, some sort of life experience that you've had that like shaped your perspective on the world. And it's like, you know what? I saw some big problem and I was really moved and I want to do something about that. And so people will go all over the place. Belief system sometimes. It's a mantra sometimes. It just kind of depends. People go all over the place with those. Um, but as our co-founder team was going through and kind of drafting these, we were, there was something about it was like, this is like cool. It's fun. And it's like allowing us to think about ourselves differently. And we were also really interested in how it was helping us get to know each other. And so there's four of us. There's myself, Chance, as the designer. There's Carla, who's the researcher. Sean, who's the architect. And then my very dear friend, Jake, who's our rebellious creative that goes by the creator. And He's behind a lot of the visuals that the Viraverse is uh, is showing, but we got to know each other in new ways. And so then, as we started thinking about, like, well, whoa, this is a way for us to actually introduce people to Viradescent and in bring them into the Viraverse, get to know them, and it's amazing where it's taken us. Hey everyone, we want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Smart Waste. SMART stands for Save Money and Reduce Trash. So what does Smart Waste do? We help you reach your zero waste goals. We help you be in compliance. We even take a look at downstream vendors who are handling your recycling and make sure that they're doing it in the right way. We can decrease your monthly trash bills and we can even decommission buildings, avoiding the landfill altogether. We're basically just the experts on trash and helping you reduce your landfill waste. We believe in transparency, circularity, and people. Does your company care about the planet and want to save money on garbage hauling? Well, we'd love to talk to you. Book a free consultation at smartwasteusa.com slash meetings. That's smartwasteusa.com slash meetings. Back to the show. Sarah, what did you think of the experience when Chance led us through this exercise of creating our sustainability alter egos? You know, I really enjoyed it. And I think he, you know, just to echo what he has said about learning more about your your colleagues um, and as well as we had a lot of fun. And the I think the other thing that I really enjoyed was the opportunity to kind of answer those questions and really think about it because I really like people to ask those types of thoughtful questions. I feel like it was a very thoughtful, um, the beacon is, it's a very thoughtful question. It requires for somebody, I mean, not necessarily, but you can get a little deep in and with it if you wanted to. And I really appreciated that was it allowed me to get deep and share with you in Oakley what my beacon is and 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 even somebody that would care enough to ask me it's 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 exciting so 
I really loved to getting our character. I think that to me, like I shared it already with our graphic designer. So when we post about this, <laughs> we cannot wait to share our designs with everyone. Um, Speaking of which, do you want to tell everyone what your animal is, Sarah? Sure. So um, my animal is a bear. Um, I really relate with them in many ways. And, you know, the designer asked me a very potent question, which is like, why? How? How? You know, I was like, well, um, I see them and they see me. And and I really mean that, meaning like when I go places in California, I've spotted bears in the mountains and drive into Oregon. So I've always related with these bears and that of uh, being like a mama bear and protecting people uh, for me and my family is is very something that I relate to. So that was that was my what about you, Oakley? I picked the raven because like you, Sarah, I see ravens in nature all the time. I really connect with them. And also, um, there's a clinket legend that the raven stole the sun and gave it to humanity. So I really feel like the raven is the trickster, but for the greater good. I love that. When I when I when I heard you say that, I was like, that sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we both chose the same element from nature, which was water. Yeah. I chose water because it is gentle but powerful, just like water carved the Grand Canyon. It is such a force. Yeah. And my thing with the water was is that I'm working on going and being in the flow hmm. and allowing things to just kind of just flow. And you're in, in a very good position when you're able to do that versus this resistance. Yeah. It takes a lot more energy when you're resisting things. So um, that's my kind of love for water is that it, 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 when you let it, it will flow. Mm. Love that. So Chance, Sarah and I have shared our animal and our favorite nature element. Would you mind sharing your alter ego and your animal and your nature element and your beacon? I would love to hear. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't often get asked that question, um, which so it's kind of fun. Uh, which is cool because that's that's kind of the whole point, right? Is like we are trying to help change makers feel like the hero of their own story, kind of. So it's cool that the that we almost kind of take a backseat. That's kind of the point in a lot of ways. So, it's, but it is nice to be asked once in a while. Um, so yeah, uh, so my animal is the wolf, and it's it's interesting because the wolf is a very dynamic animal that can be identified with in a number of different ways. For me, it's all about the loyalty and the wolf pack and this idea that, you know, a lone wolf dies in the wilderness, but with their with their pack, they, you know, they can make it. And they're also very structured animals in the in the way the wolf packs are built too. Like everybody kind of has a role and um, but they also support each other and and help each other out. And, you know, ultimately survival is everybody, it's a team sport, right? It doesn't really matter what you do, everybody's got a role that's really important. And I've always thought about things like that with partnership, like circular partnerships, that when you have a team, it, it doesn't matter who's doing what, as long as everybody is working together and supporting one another, they're all important roles, right? So that's one, I tend to be fiercely loyal to people that I care about, um, maybe too much so sometimes, <laughs> um, but I'll never stop. I will never stop. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I care for the people that I care about for sure. Um, so that's one. And then my nature element is glaciers. 
and I'm from Montana. So for me, with Glacier National Park being there, it's really near and dear to my heart. And I've always kind of looked at glaciers as the Earth thermometer. And it really tells us if we have a healthy, livable planet for humans specifically, anyway, you know, the Earth does its thing in a million different ways. But for humans, we need those glaciers intact and healthy. It's really important. Um, so, yeah. And I've been lucky enough to see a handful of glaciers climb to them. Um, in a few different places. And I'd love to see as many as I can, um, especially given that we're losing a lot of them. Thank you for sharing that, that perspective of the Earth thermometer. I That is a very great way to explain it. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that is really awesome. So Sarah, part three, what is your beacon? My beacon is, is people. Um, I am a lover of people. I'm a lover of them. As my one of my best friends, Kelly Ruchinsky, will say, is that I'm a, a naturally an optimistic person. I always think the best in people, and I think that the best of them, and I always want the best for them. And so, and I do believe that in sustainability, that people are the why we want to do this act and congregate and mobilize is because we want to preserve people and our in our in our whole human and earthlings here right so for me it's it's people i i cherish them i love them and i and i really want to be able to let people know that there's hope out there and hopefully they they can hear a message like this and get inspired to be to to have some creative fun, which we'll we'll get into how people can learn how in a moment. Oakley, what's yours? <laughs> okay, so to find mine, I had to do a really deep meditation, which sounds really hippie and uh, strange, but that's how I found it. <laughs> We're talking about sustainability alter egos, right? <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> Right. True. True. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. So after this meditation, I found the words connectedness leads to expansiveness. So for instance, if we connect with the material things around us, it comes from resources for the planet. So it helps us connect to the globe. And when we connect with our community, then we're able to expand it to more and more communities. So yeah, connectedness leads to expansiveness. So Chance, what is your beacon? So before I say mine, I just, I, that one hit me just so hard when you first said it. And again, mm-hmm. it kind of gives me the chills a little bit. And some of it is because it really resonates with something that are one of our kind of Viraverse philosophies. So Jake and I, one of our co-founders, we're big Pink Floyd fans, and they were all about like challenging the system, tearing down the wall and industrial like modernization stuff, you know, but I always, I kind of don't like that approach because I'm not about like fighting and destroying and destruction and things that tend to be a little bit more, you know, kind and loving and unity and things like that. And so one of the things we've started thinking about the Viraverse being this thing that is almost like planted at the middle of like humanity and the way the system works. And it slowly expands out and like finds the best of all of the things that we've done over the past thousands and thousands of years and all these things, right? Um, And just brings out the best in people. Doesn't tear down, destroy, break down all of the barriers and walls and stuff because people will inevitably get hurt if we do it that way, right? It's mm-hmm. got to be a different way, I think. Yeah. So this idea of 
connection is build a really strong kind of Veraverse community with change makers where we, we vibe and we support each other and we work for each other. And then we slowly just inspire people as it expands outward. So yeah, super cool. That's one of my favorite beacons I've heard today. So I very much appreciate that. Um, okay, mine. So my beacon is something, I guess maybe you, it's kind of like a mantra, but it's also like a mindset, I guess. And it's that there is a silver lining in every shadow. Hmm. For whatever reason, since I was a little kid, I've always been able to look through kind of the darkness and the heavy stuff and find the good in it. I've always been so curious about how the tough times in life can teach us something. And some of it probably comes, I live with a mental illness. And so I think like I explore the darkness a lot in my own mind and kind of in my life. And it's almost like an adventure through the <laughs> darkness for me at times, I think. And pulling out the good is where I see us really grow, right? So when you're in a really difficult, bad place, be extra kind to somebody else. Yes. Find something that inspires you because that's where real growth takes place is when you're kind of at rock bottom. Because how else are you going to climb out of the hole, you know? Um, so that's my my beacon. Mm, silver lining in every shadow. Yeah. I was just going to say that I really love that. And a lot of people can relate mm -hmm. to you yep. with this. A lot of people can relate to transforming a dark situation and advancing them. And I, and I feel like that in the planet that we live in right now with people either really on board with climate change or in denial that it exists, I'm, I'm, I hope that with Veritas, like this can give people this hope and this creative fun. And I want to know how people can learn about it. Can you tell us and our audience how people can learn about how can they get their alter ego? Because I know people are going to want to do this once they hear this. Yeah. So our, our favorite way to do that, that last question that you asked is to actually meet people and go through the exercise. We do have like a form that people can fill out. But I hate those, to be honest, because I'm like, I don't know who this person is. I can't build your alter ego that way. I can build you a graphic that has the elements that you share, but that's kind of it, right? So uh, the best place right now to get access to kind of all of our stuff and then go wherever you may want to go is just on our link tree. So that is link tree slash viridescent. And there's a dot between the TR and the E for whatever reason. We'll have everything in the show notes for the audience. So that'll get you access to, to some of our key things. We post like our most recent content stuff up there. Um, you'll get access to like workshop information and you also have access to our contact information. Um, I'm happy to give out my email address too, because I love when people reach out to, to go through this exercise with us. So that's just chance.t at viridescent.biz. And again, that'll be in the show notes, I assume. So um, those are good places to start. We're pretty active on LinkedIn as one of the better social channels because we like to post our comic stories there and we can talk about the comics in a minute and we're also really active on our um our wonder page which is this kind of new and up-and-coming social learning platform it's mywonder.co and you can find us there where we have contents and they're trying to build an alternative to some of these unhealthier sort of social media tools that i find to be really unsustainable so and those are good things. Um, and then certainly signing up for our email experience is a good way. And you can do that on the link tree too. Now you forgot to mention something, which is I do believe you have a workshop coming up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell us about this. 
Okay, so let's let's kind of go up higher level for a minute. So you know, some people listening to this are probably like, "Oh, this is weird and fun and cool," and others are like, "What is? Where does this all lead? What do you do with it?" Right. So the alter egos are two things. They are a mirror that we hold up to remind you that you are the change maker that you're trying to be. Right. So that's one. But two is they're a portal to step into the Viraverse with us. So your character can become. A, a character inside of one of our sustainability comic collections and stories. And when it comes to the workshops, we are launching on March 2nd, what we call the origin series. And these are immersive sustainability workshops that are built around building your alter ego and then evolving it with a bunch of different exercises. Part of our mentorship program, we'll have some of our mentors. There's people like Tom Marshall, also known as the visionary lemur. He is a climate activist in the Netherlands and a life coach for helping people unlock kind of meaning and purpose in their work. We are also going to have MCK, who is the present squirrel, and he imagines a world where we ask better questions and become better listeners. It's really interesting. And then some other cool, fun things. But um, what we'll be focusing in on this workshop is we're going to have people ride a sustainable sled, which is a framework of storytelling life balance, emotional intelligence, and design and systems thinking. And so we're going to do a bunch of exercises and continued development of the characters built around those ideas, right? So helping people tell their story as a change maker, find a more balanced life. Don't work. Elon Musk says you can't save the world working less than 100 hours a week. And I think that is ridiculous. <laughs> so we help people kind of be healthier as you do this, this really intense work. I'm also a huge believer that emotional intelligence is key to all of this. We have to understand how to partner together, how to reach people that have different views. I think the climate change movement has failed at that miserably, and I think sustainability struggles with it, though we're trying, I think, to, to be a little bit more approachable and accessible. And then, of course, we need the ability to think in both designs and systems. And the difference I see there is that one, like systems thinking is thinking about like really high level stuff, right? Thinking about the way humans are, the way the world is, is built and where we're heading and where we've been. But design thinking, I, I actually see a smaller, where you create smaller designs that allow you to actually take action, like go do something, right? So you think big and you act small. So these workshops will do that over the course of six weeks. And you'll get to meet a lot of cool change makers from around the world that are participating. And the funnest part, at least from my perspective, is that you all will become characters in what's called the Mycelium Saga, which is a tale of two entangled planets Ooh. that will tell the story of how humanity saves the world. That's kind of the idea. So, Chance, how can our wonderful listeners find out more about the workshop and how do they sign up? Yeah, so that'll be on the link tree too. And we'll, we'd love to, to get you all a discount code that you can put in your show notes for your listeners and things to register. Um, we'll accept registration, you know, kind of till the end of February. So we'll have time. I know this will post towards the end of the month. So people will be able to um, register that way. There are a couple of options too, where if people find out about it a little late in the game, there is going to be an on-demand option too. So if you can't make the live experience because... It is a time commitment. It's every Wednesday for six weeks for an hour and a half, which some people have space for and other times they don't. We'll have on-demand offerings. And then we're also going to do the origin series again in quarter two. So there will be more. I think that's going to that'll probably be in like May, May and June. Um, we'll do it again. So people have lots of opportunity to participate. 
Awesome. Thank you, Chance. Um, Sarah, any final words? I want to set the intention today for all of our listeners and ourselves that people are going to sign up. And not only that, that people are going to have this fun, immersive experience doing their alter ego. I want to set that intention because Oakley and I absolutely love our character and I'm going to share my character. Thank you again for my character and my character is the protector. And Oakley, can you please share your character? Yeah, we forgot to say what the names of our characters are. I am the connector. So the connector and the protector. So speaking live, the connector and the protectors, we want to thank you all for being here today and listening in on how you can create this alter ego to be the hero that you already are and that you can also create the change in your own space and in your own community. And not only that, that within this community, you get to meet people from all around the world that are doing amazing things that can not only inspire you, but connect you and give you some viable information that can help you with maybe something that you are looking to solve right now in your maybe workspace or even in your home. So we just want to thank you again, the designer, for being on our show and walking us through this amazing experience because I absolutely love it and I'm a fan. And um, I just want to thank the connector for being such an amazing connector. And I appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate you too. And I actually have a (laughs) gift for you based on your alter ego. I need to I need to see oh what happens gosh. from that. I'm very, you got me very curious. Yes. Yep, it's coming <laughs> in the mail soon. Well, thank you so much, Chance, thank you. for being here. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you for having us. Hey, everyone. We want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Smart Waste. Smart stands for Save Money and Reduce Trash. So what does Smart Waste do? We help you reach your zero waste goals. We help you be in compliance. We even take a look at downstream vendors who are handling your recycling and make sure that they're doing it in the right way. We can decrease your monthly trash bills, and we can even decommission buildings, avoiding the landfill altogether. We're basically just the experts on trash and helping you reduce your landfill waste. We believe in transparency, circularity, and people. Does your company care about the planet and want to save money on garbage hauling? Well, we'd love to talk to you. Book a free consultation at smartwasteusa.com slash meetings. That's smartwasteusa.com slash meetings. Back to the show.